0: All right, so I think all my fidgets are out of the way. I think I... I I doubt that. Okay, okay, they're they're not, but uh, (laughs) I I do have coffee here, so my fidgets are just going to intensify. But I I did hit record, so I I think we have to actually talk now. We should probably get started. Stuff of consequence and substance. Do we have a name for this? No, no, we don't. We, we should name it at some point in time.
1: Welcome to the...
0: Welcome to the oh, podcast we'll, fix, we'll fix it in post. <hypocrites> oh, no. <laughs> it, it's the yet-to-be-named what-are-we-doing-here <laughs> podcast. We started talking about, like, hey, let's, let's talk about things. I, mostly because I think, like, Andy, you and I, like, we, we talk about stuff a lot, and sometimes we talk about stuff that, like, I don't think it really matters, the stuff that we talk about, but we're really good at talking about it, and we know what we're talking about when we talk about things that don't matter. Let's try talking about so. Let's try talking about something that does matter. Exactly. Maybe it'll work. Yes. Yeah. And then, like, and then, like, we'll like we'll record it. And so that's that's like that's how far we've gotten so far. We have like a plan. There's like stuff written down. So I so one of the things we're gonna do is we're gonna take a look at Bible issues. Yeah. Like like specifically the Bible. Like what does the Bible say? and then, like some more, like difficult things was like it was written in other languages, and sometimes it's like the culture was slightly different because, like, sometimes you know, very different. I like I'm not planning on marrying any of my children off for the expense of camels. Uh, so a cousin of mine did get the offer, but oh, but did not accept. Oh well, that's that's good. I've, mm. I I understand that the sound of camels eating is is one that ought to be avoided at at, at all costs and.
1: And the smell of cam- camels as well, from what I hear.
0: Yes, but I mean, if you're marrying off a teenage child, the, the smell might be similar, actually.
1: No, that's fair.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I have gone to I have gone to youth camp mm-hmm. and slept in the junior high boys' uh, bunking area. <laughs> Bad dreams about garbage being <laughs> on fire. <laughs> so yeah, like let's we're, we're going to like take a look at like Bible issues. Uh, but not, not like, it's not like the Bible has issues, but we have issues when we read the Bible. Like, I, you know, probably... I think you should have issues when you read
1: the Bible. Sometimes, like there are certain Bible passages where, if you're not like laughing or crying or very super uncomfortable, like you're not paying attention.
0: Yes. Yeah, I, every time the students say, hey, can you teach the book of Revelation? I, I take a hard pass on that one just because of like, no, I don't want to teach the book of Revelation because I, I can give you like three different things that this could mean. And two of them are going to be wildly inappropriate. And one of them is going to be scary.
1: Those are the options in many places. Yeah. Wildly inappropriate or scary.
0: Yeah. The, I, I, I gave students an option once, hey, what bi- what book of the Bible that isn't the book of Revelation do you <laughs> want to study? And they said Judges. Do you, do you know how hard That's
1: it is? That's
0: a rookie to- mistake. I've been doing this for 15 years, but I've never had someone like, go straight to Judges. like, Did they just like Google on the internet like which book of the Bible was the most inappropriate one?
1: It does make you wonder where the concept of church behavior came from if We're all about the Bible, and the Bible is so wildly inappropriate for church. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yes. Yeah, like we would talk about church clothes, talk about like you know, like uh, put on your church attitude. Like, but if I read the Bible, like that's that gives me some 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 pretty wide berth.
1: Yeah, not 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 the Bible attitude you get from the Bible. Not that one. Not that one.
0: Yeah, I don't want
1: you flipping pews or beating people or, or, I don't know depending on how teen-appropriate we want this thing to be, maybe not even mentioning a lot of the other things in the Bible.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's an option, man. I, like, I had, a, I had a student who got bored once. And, you know, like, you know how bored you are that you actually go and read the Bible? But, like, this student was really bored and was, like, a, was curious about why I didn't teach the last story in the book of Judges. <laughs> and so she went and read the last story of the book of Judges, and the look on her face when she came to me... And said, "Why is this in my Bible?" And I'm like, "You're gonna have to take that up with God, because He put the story I didn't there. Put it in there." No, and please, like, if you're listening to this and you've not read that story, and you know you need like trigger warnings in life or something like that, or like they like, then like don't read that story. Yeah, like if 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 like someone's like dead girlfriend getting cut up into 12 pieces and then mailed through the postal service to talk about why are we having problems, uh, don't go read that story. Yeah. Yeah, and having said that now, I actually appreciate Facebook more now because we we, we we send people through the postal service less and we just air out our dirty laundry on the internet more. That's true. There's more talking and less chopping people into pieces. Yeah. I, I, can, can you imagine? It's like, 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 who's a popular couple that just broke up recently? It was like, Brad and Angelina did Brangelina break up again? No. Oh, who is it? Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh gosh. Yeah, like can you imagine, like after like that trial of like Johnny Depp had just like mailed Amber Heard to like the 50 states saying, look, "Look, mate, this is what's wrong with the rest of America right now," or however it is that he talks when he's not being, you know, Jack Sparrow. It was an effort. It, well, yes, yeah, yeah. I like I, I tried. He this... he talked like Jack Sparrow during his during his trial. I, I went and watched, and I was like. He's acting.
1: <laughs> it's,
0: it's not okay. This is, this is not a Johnny Depp podcast. We're pretty sure. Yeah, but I mean, like, Johnny Depp could be in the Bible. You see more Johnny Depp. Johnny it, Depp would not be the weirdest person in the Bible. No, no. He probably and like, would not make the top 10. Yeah, I mean, like, and he would have been like, like if he made it in the book of Judges, people would have been like, yeah, but have you read about that Samson guy, though? Yeah. Not like the Samson guy that we teach in Sunday school. Samson was very strong. Yes. The end. Yes. And all of his power was in his hair because he's a Marvel superhero. It's like, no, it's, it's... Why did... Okay. Non-alien Thor. <laughs> the, 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 the question still remains, like, you know, like, maybe we'll get into that story at some point in time. Why did God put up with that guy? Actually,
1: he does have a similar amount of female issues with Thor. So it may not be the worst comparison.
0: <laughs> Holy cow. What if what if like Norse mythology actually appropriated Samson? Like hey, we need a guy who's kind of a kind of a train wreck here, um, pretty with the hair though. Who do we All right. Jewish guys over there got this Samson guy. All right, this copy-paste. Speaking
1: of random things. Yes. Norse mythology during much of the Middle Ages did claim that the Norse gods were appropriations of Trojan heroes from the Greek period. So it's not entirely impossible that the thing we just made up
0: could happen. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay, I, I've, got, I've got four kids, and my oldest has recently begun asking this singular question, which just bothers the life out of me, which is, it is, who came up with fill in the blank. Excellent. Like, we're, we're driving in the van the other day, and he said, he said who came up with fidget spinners? And, and my answer Same. was, it was probably somebody who had, like, a ball bearing or something like that and was having, having fun with it. And he, like, sort of, he improved it a little bit, and then all of his buddies wanted to play with it, and he figured out he could sell it, and that's how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> now, my son also asked me the question, where did the word cool come from? Because that I throw that word around like he throws ketchup on food. hmm and, and so he said something, and he said, that's cool. And he said, Daddy, where, who came up with the word cool? It's actually almost 100 years old now. Is it? Yeah.
1: Wow, okay. It had an interesting sort of, I happen to have saw something about this yesterday. So it got more and more popular, like through the 50s. Mm-hmm. Early jazz had a lot to do with popularizing it. And then the 60s were like, no, anything the 50s did is not cool. And so it took a nosedive in terms of popularity. And then the 70s were like, man, whatever. Because they had, like, 70s, 80s, you had sort of a nostalgia for the 50s thing. And so the coolness of the word cool took a spike again. And then it's been one of those weird, like, slang terms. It's just sort of stayed relatively popular for, what, I guess that's 50
0: years since the 70s. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so so it's, it's not quite like, you know, the, the, the kids are throwing around the word slay a lot yeah, right no, now. Yeah, no, no, like, no, not like if, that. If, if someone says they're having a good day and someone else wants to congratulate them and they have the appropriate volume of swagger, they'll say slay in a specific kind of way that I'm not going to imitate here because I'm, I'm going to knock my microphone over. So why are we doing this? I can tell <laughs> now, you why I'm doing this. Now that we've discussed the, the, the word slay... Um, which had an arm motion this time that I said it, and the, the origin of cool, which is c- the completely the opposite of what I made up for my son. Well, I'll tell
1: you why I want to do this. So okay. for me, the, the immediate impetus is that um, at youth camp, some of my youth said they wanted something like this. So I was like, hey, it's kind of our job mm-hmm. to help them out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And more, like, more specifically, they were like, hey, sometimes there's a reference in church and i have no idea what that story is like i've never heard that story or i have like i have the basics but i don't really have words to express what i'm trying to say when i'm trying to talk to somebody or even stuff like when you pray in church what are you supposed to do (laughs) like Hmm. and so i was like you know we should do something about that because that those are valid questions and they're questions that not even just this church or just youth like i've talked to people about that at of every age up to like people who are 70 and have been in church their whole life and just no one ever talked to them about that yeah and so like so for me i'm like let's do this for the youth but it really should help a whole bunch of people hopefully and it'll also be good because i mean i think we both hope that the youth group in the church grows and if we have a format like this then
0: we don't have do the same thing over and over every ten minutes. You are talking about taking out the sisyphus in the yeah. church work. <laughs> yeah. Constantly rolling that boulder uphill exactly. for all
1: eternity. While the people who've been here for years are like, I've only heard this a hundred thousand times.
0: You, you know, I like I have a couple of Bible stories I absolutely love to tell. And like I know when I have a student in the room who hasn't heard that Bible story, and eighty-five percent of the rest of the students have heard that Bible story. Uh. Like, oh, great, he's going to talk about cutting the baby in half again. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) I assume it gets bad when the youth start chipping
1: in with different parts of the story before you get there. (laughs) And then, then, let me guess,
0: he's going to say they need to cut the baby in half. And The new kid's like, oh, How did you know? <laughs> yeah, and they're like entirely scandalized that the person who like, just told the story said it deadpan without <laughs> caring about a baby about to get cut in half. They're like, What,
1: what is wrong with these people? Call, are you running here?
0: <laughs> so, like, really, what it's like, what it, it's about is actually like taking out the imposter syndrome out of church. We're like, we're unimpostering ourselves.
1: <laughs> are we talking about this or cutting the baby in half?
0: Well, I mean, th- yes. I mean, cause like that, that definitely took out uh, impostering uh, um, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know. The fake uh,
1: mother in that story. Oh. If, if you're unfamiliar with this story, it's a Bible story we'll get to. There is a reason and don't worry, no babies were harmed in the making of that story.
0: Yeah, yeah no babies were harmed those thousands of years ago in that story there's lots of other bible stories where there's lots of babies get harmed it's really really awful <laughs> <harmful. No, wait, laughs> I'm, I'm getting the don't don't tell that story steer away, steer away. <laughs> okay. Pull up. Right. but uh, you know what i'm talking about when i say the imposter syndrome yes yeah it's like yes. and it, it dude it's rampant in church where people show up and they think that they already have to know what's going on they already have to know like the secret language and the secret handshake
1: and it's not something that goes away so i was talking actually we're doing this on wednesday i was talking to somebody three days ago on sunday um and they're like they run the sunday school class and they do their own bible study and stuff and they're talking about how one of the hardest things to get their adults to do is admit that they don't know what's going on and ask questions about it and how when you can get people to admit that it just opens up so many possibilities for actually learning stuff so this is yeah like yeah. Impo- imposter syndrome does not go away when you get you out know, of high school it, it gets
0: worse it does, it gets, yes. like, well because yeah. like you know I, okay this is my experience i'm not gonna say this is everybody's experience, but my experience when i got to junior high i felt like i encountered people who had been in junior high for 10 years yeah. and so they already knew what to do in junior high and so they, they, they'd already gone through some sort of tutorial level that I didn't get a chance to go through for junior high. All I had was like, like right, have a good day at school, son. And the a building loomed in front of me that I had to like not let destroy me. like, right. <laughs> but like, go to your homeroom. What's a homeroom? Yeah. I would love nothing more than go to my room right now, sir, but I'm, I think I have to be in school. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but then, like, you know, so like, you get there, and, like, okay, everybody else seems to know what they're doing, so I'm just going to go and pretend that I know what I'm doing. And, you know, it was, it was awful a couple of years of junior high, then you get to high school. And, okay, I'm not you. I got to high school, <laughs> and it was... It was actually very bad because my freshman year, I went to a school that was brand new. It was three or four years old at this point in time. And the first year it was open, they only had freshmen. And then the next year, they moved those freshmen up to sophomores and they brought in more freshmen. Then the sophomores moved and so on. When I got there, the people who were seniors had been the... Oldest students in the school for four years and they ran that place like the mafia. And I didn't know how to do high school, but those doggone seniors knew exactly how to do high school, man. And so, like, my imposter syndrome ran deep. But yeah, if we can, like, unimposter Christians, because, like, I went through the same thing, man, like, all through, like, high school youth group. I, like, I was just trying to show people that I knew exactly what I was talking about and it was the most growth stunting thing in the entire world for my faith. When I was just sitting here pretending to know all of this stuff, when really I was like, I have no idea why this entire thing was kickstarted off by cutting birds in half.
1: It does seem kind of weird.
0: Yes. Well, it, it is weird. It doesn't just seem it. It is very strange. And we, like, I feel like we need to give ourselves permission to like, say like, What? Hey. Like, to be able to just look at these things and say, hey, you know, I, um, I buy my meat at a grocery store where it's pre-butchered, pre-cooked, pre-skinned, deboned. I, I, Any sort of animal sacrifice in the Bible just sort of has this, like, censored filter <laughs> in yeah. my brain, in my imagination.
1: Yeah, definitely. And then there's, not exactly imposter syndrome, but very closely related, is... Some things in church are just weird. Not even like, oh, we're just talking about this animal sacrifice weird. Although I guess related. We sing a whole bunch of songs about like, there's a fountain filled with blood drawn from Jesus veins. And everyone's like, mm, praise Jesus. And any sane person who has not grown up in church walks in and is like, these people crazy. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? <laughs> they sing about blood from some guy.
0: We sing a lot about blood, too. I know. I, if, I choose a lot of blood-themed songs. If uh, you're
1: not weirded out in church, you are clearly not paying attention.
0: Yes. That, yeah, it, if you ever come to church and you hear the song, Washed in the Blood, yes. like, sir, sir, I have a note. <laughs> there, There's several solvents that will carry soap in an efficient manner. <laughs> blood is not one of them.
1: I feel like if you have been a Christian for 10 years or something, and you can read the Bible like somebody who's been a Christian for 30 years, you're moving in the right direction. Like, okay, that doesn't mean you've made
0: it, but that's progress. I always have this happen. Someone has a crisis in their life and they say, I I think I just need to get closer to God. Like, that's never the wrong answer. Oh, is that the answer? (laughs) I mean, like this, it's like saying, if only I'd thought of that earlier. Right. Well, like, I'm having a problem. Maybe I should breathe. Yeah, yes, no, that's that's good. It's like, but let's 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 use the the proper method though. Let's let's actually do this. And so he, he said, Can you just hold me accountable to read? I said, Yeah, but you're gonna hate it. He said, You sure? Like, yes, I'm gonna annoy the living fire out of you, my friend. Yes. And then he said, Okay, what should I read? I said, Read the book of Luke. I just I, I sort of spun the wheel of Bible books and it stopped on Luke in my head. I said, read the Book of Luke. So he said, Okay. He said, How long did it I was like, today he said, What the whole thing? I said Yes, I I guarantee you can make your way through ten thousand memes today, or the Book of Luke. So just skip the memes today and read the Book of just Luke. Just today. Yeah, and it, like it blew his mind. He's like, I can read the whole thing like as one book. Like, dude, try it. Yeah. So he he had it' almost his, like it's written that way or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like it, he 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 took two days because you know again you know like you had, yeah. He's trying to figure out life. And so he's like, what do I do next? He said, okay, now you're gonna go through it again. He was like, I have to go back and read it again. He's like, this time I want you to underline everything that Jesus said. Every time Jesus talks, I want you to underline it. Because he doesn't have a red letter Bible because they don't make those anymore because uh, we don't wear suits to church. Not cool enough. No, no, and like, it used to be like, red letter Bible, Oh, that's the words of Jesus. But now, now, so he gets to underline every time. What he's gonna find out is like, when he finishes that task, I'm gonna send him back through again. He's going to write. Everything that Jesus said with his hands. Oh, that hurts. Until he gets to the point where he finally says, I don't understand why he said this. Like when he actually has to write something down with his own hand that Jesus said, he has to take the time out of his life to write down something that his mind is just going to say, Stop! I hate this. What is this? Please help me understand. I feel like that's how we, like, you know, that's one of the ways we have to cook out the imposter is by helping people realize they don't actually know what they think that they know.
1: Yeah, and with that, we have this attitude, at least we do in Baptist American evangelical churches, that, that reading the Bible is like magic. Like, just passing your eyes over the words on the page will solve your problems. Yes. It's like, even knowing the words on the page, like, did you not read the part where Satan quotes scripture? Like, yes. Exactly like what you're saying. You need a framework to put this into yeah. so that it has something to do with real life.
0: Well, you know, you know the, the, the psalm that is used for, uh, for Awana, the, um, I've, I've hid your, your uh, word, in, your my word in my heart that I might not sin against God. The problem is that so many people spend time hiding God's word in their brain. And it's, it's, it's not in their heart so much as it's like somewhere lodged between their Facebook password and how to tie their shoes. Although, to be honest, I, I couldn't tell you what my Facebook password is. No or moment. even
1: it's in their brain, but just as a detail. Yes. Which I guess is what you were saying with Facebook password, where, like, I know, what, what happens in the story? Oh, well, this and this and this and this. Great. What does that mean? Yeah. Why yeah. should you
0: care? Yeah, and you, you see, like, a wonderful flip about that happen when, uh, when Job experiences God. <laughs> you know, he, he goes through, like, this harrowing, awful experience, and I'm not talking about losing everything, I'm talking about, like, getting, getting, like, having God tell you, like, like put your man pants on, we're going to have a talk. And I, lo- then, I love
1: sarcastic God
0: in oh, Job. My gosh! And then he gets to the end, and Job says, "I've heard about you with my ears, but now I've seen you with my eyes." And he's like, "I just moved God from my brain to my heart," and is like, "And he, it was, he was so overwhelmed, he couldn't even. It's like, things too wonderful for me to understand." And that's where we have to take people. Is like church would be so much more exciting if we went from. From like hiding God in our brains to experiencing Him in our hearts, and you know, like singing some of the songs that we sing, and having people kind of go like, hey, "We're, uh, you know, at, at certain moments in time." And even if I had more objections to, can we stop singing songs that have choreography in them? Like, like that one song, like we'd be dancing then, like we're dancing now. It's like, we're not dancing now. <laughs> I had more people actually say that to me. That means they're paying attention. But I, I, I musically digress.
1: <laughs> and for anyone playing along at home, it's going to be obvious that Damon's like, "I wish people would just bring this into their lives," and I'm like, "I wish people would think more." <laughs>
0: yeah. That's that's
1: going to be a running theme here.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you you can't bring something into your life that you haven't processed into your brain, man.
1: Yeah, and you can't bring. like the reason I I'm so focused on thinking about things is partially, mostly just my personality, but. Also, exactly what you said, right? Like, you can't bring something into your heart if you don't really understand what it says. You're like, blah, 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 Great. That means nothing to me. It's like, and if we're not, if we in the church are not giving you, like, any understanding for why this is relevant to your life, it's not your fault that you're not bringing it into your life. <laughs> like, we're, t- we're telling you that sheep get cut. And you're like, I've never seen a sheep. And
0: why would I care if they got cut? I think part of the reason why people have such an emotional experience when they go off to like events, like youth going to camp, uh, mm-hmm. people going off to retreats, things like that, is uh, partially just the exhaustion. You know, yes, we put them through an ex- uh, we intentionally exhaust them so that they're emotionally compromised. It's yes, super manipulative. Standard, indoctr-
1: standard indoctrination.
0: It. I hate it and I love it. Yes, uh, but I th- it's also because these are this is one of the few times when people get uh a large amount of expository stuff done. This is, like, this, is, this is one of the few times when someone actually sits them down for hours over the course of a week and actually explains scripture. And our hearts are hungry for that. And they emotionally react to truth. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why people have such emotional experiences at camp is because they've been exposed at like a massive level to truth. It's, it's like the, the guys on the road to Emmaus, man. Like, like after, like, after they get done having their little, like, like, you know, hide and seek game with Jesus, he, you know, they, they say, did our hearts not burn within us as he explained things? It's like, he was just telling them the truth about stuff. And, and so I think that's, that's one of the things that is so necessary to this whole thing is to, is to deliver intellectually digestible truth to people.
1: Yeah. That hits someone in, in real life. Yeah. And and I mean, that's basically what we're claiming, right? We're claiming that if you read the Bible properly, it will hit you in real life. Like, it's not just cutesy things to memorize, but it is relevant and is going to change your life. Yes. And, and to be fair, like, this is me getting unnecessarily pedantic, but to be fair, we're not saying because it's in the Bible, it'll do that. We're saying because the Bible is reflecting a God who's actually there and yes. actually interacting with you. And so the same way that if you go hang out with a friend it's something is going to happen like he's going to say something and you're going to respond to it
0: yeah it's it's relationship yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> is that I what know. that word means yes oh <laughs> it's, uh, and like and uh, don't get me wrong i'm not one of the people who's like it's not about religion it's about relationship i've oh. got <laughs> go away, 2000s, um, <laughs> because it's really hard to have that relationship without some sort, of, sort of framework to like really high with. five those people in the, in the face. face.
1: <laughs> That's a, that seems like a great segue to start talking about the Bible. What part of the Bible are we talking about? Are we just going to start at the beginning?
0: Julie Andrews says it's a very good place to start. And
1: who are we to question Julie Andrews? Yeah.
0: Wait, she was the chick from Sound of Music, right?
1: She was. I mean, I, presumably she still is. Last time I checked, she's still alive.
0: Okay, I, mean, like, I know I knew that she was Mary Poppins, but... Yeah,
1: she was also Mary Poppins.
0: But Mary Poppins didn't say start at the beginning. She said have a tea party on the roof. Also true. I believe she was also
1: in the Princess Diaries. Her sort of Julie Andrews big
0: three, one might say. Wow, see, like, I haven't even... The Academy that. would probably not say that, but I just did. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the Princess Diaries, so I, I can't attest to that one. It... It came out in a time between um, trying to impress girls with my sensitivity and having a daughter. Uh,
1: <laughs> that you, you missed it there.
0: Yes. it's Got it. I, like, I, it's the same window. Like I missed Veggie Tales because yeah. they, they came out between me caring about whether people actually thought I was you know, a believer and having children. Because I, I actually did stop having an imposter syndrome in college. I stopped having any sort of exercised, professed faith, at all <laughs> in college, which turns out, like, it's actually worse for you than pretending. Yeah. Um, uh, long run, it's better for you to just go ahead and, like, you know, if you're going to go ahead and have a hedonistic lifestyle, just go ahead and go after it and find out what happens.
1: I don't know about you, but at least probably 90% of my friends who either left the church and never came back or left the church and then became some form of Christian that's as different as possible
0: from how they were raised. It was because they never had something like this. But you know, like if we're if we're just gonna go ahead and like start start eating the elephant from some end, man, like might as well start from the beginning, right? Let's do it. Right, so, like maybe let's let's just go ahead and start off. Um, you know, next the next time we talk, and let let's let's take a big old bite out of the creation myth. And. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna apologize for the word myth here. Let's 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 let's
1: apologize for that next time. Let's
0: apologize for the word myth next time. Uh, But for now, I mean, like we're we're here. We obviously enjoy each other's company and the sound of our own voices.
1: (laughs) Which, let's be real, anyone who makes one of these has to at least a little bit. (laughs)
0: Yes, we we both feel that we are delightful. (laughs) I'm sorry, did could you hear the eye roll?
1: <laughs> and on that joyful note. <laughs> end scene. <laughs>